0: hello I'm Deacon Frederick Bartels in John's Gospel chapter 20 verses 24 through 29 we hear the story of Thomas who is called Didymus one of the 12 Apostles of the Lord Thomas was not with the Apostles when Jesus first appeared to them in the upper room after his resurrection from the dead imagine this Jesus they had spent the last three years with they had followed him listened to him witnessed his miracles Then he's brutally crucified and buried. It must have seemed as if all was lost. To their surprise and shock, Jesus appears to them in the upper room. He's not dead, he's alive, he's risen. So after seeing Jesus, the other apostles excitedly told Thomas they had seen the Lord. But Thomas refused to believe that Jesus was alive and risen saying, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. The gospel tells us that a week later, Jesus' disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. do we believe though we have not seen or do we refuse to believe until we have seen today there's a strong emphasis placed on scientific evidence as a result what can be observed tested and verified through experimentation is often accepted as the only valid evidence set what can be seen and touched is real what cannot is not this type of belief system is known as scientism it posits that there is a natural explanation for everything and anything lacking a natural explanation is not real scientism classifies observed evidence as reality anything beyond scientific observation is deemed to be fantasy At its root, scientism is an unreasonable prejudice against God and the entire spiritual order. And it's illogical and self-refuting because any scientific observation begins fundamentally with the use of human reason, which is itself immaterial and cannot be directly observed. You can't put the human intellect under a microscope. People today are often heavily influenced by scientism, although they do not necessarily strictly adhere to all of its tenets. The point I want to make is that the effects of scientism can hinder people from coming to Christ in faith. It can also be a cause for a loss of faith. As wonderful and important as the physical sciences are, we must always remember that our primary emphasis should remain focused on the tripersonal God. Faith in Christ should remain front and center in my life. The story about Thomas reminds us of the necessity of stepping forward in faith in order to meet Christ, to really know Him, To begin to understand his teaching. Through the physical sciences, we inquire into the natural world. Through faith, we step forward in trust in order to get to know the divine and human person of Christ, and thus inquire into the supernatural, into developing a relationship with the invisible God. St. Augustine had a saying, Crede ut intelligas, believe so that you may understand. We do not first understand and through this intellectual understanding come to believe. It's just the opposite. We must first turn to Christ in humility and say, I believe. It's a process of opening your heart to Christ fully and then waiting in patience for his sure-to-come response. It is then that He enlightens us over time with His divine knowledge, power, and light. In stepping forward in faith, as uncertain as such a thing may seem to be, the light of God begins to flood into the soul. Reaching out to God in faith is to take a step into the unknown because God is mystery. It's an exciting, wonderful journey and it will most certainly have its surprises because it is a life-changing enterprise. Think of it as getting to know another person. After all, that is what we're doing. We do not get to know people by analyzing them from a distance. We get to know people by meeting them, by coming into contact with them as persons, and by trustingly sharing a part of ourselves with them if they return this trust and share a part of themselves with us a relationship develops this relationship continues to deepen over time as more and more is shared and experienced with the other if this contact this meeting and sharing does not take place there is no relationship there is no understanding of the other that develops In the case of developing a relationship with jesus he does not hold back he calls us to himself in order to share himself with us his goal is our eternal happiness that we may have life in abundance jesus calls us it's we who lack trust it's we who hold back i'm the one whose heart remains resistant Faith is an attitude in which we freely give ourselves entirely of both intellect and will over to Christ. It's an attitude in which I give my entire self to Jesus. If it's a half-hearted gift, it's not really a gift at all, and it isn't faith. Crede ut intelligas, believe so that you may understand. Christ gives this certain promise. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. God bless you.